A decentralized ledger such as Bitcoin is not only good for freedom-loving people, but the nature of crypto can lead to many other positive benefits. In other words, you can do a lot of good with Bitcoin and other digital currencies. Today, we're pleased to welcome Blake Rizzo, co-founder of the Tour de Crypto, to the show. Tour de Crypto is the first annual cycling road trip created to raise cryptocurrency awareness for charity. The first tour consisted of two riders cycling across the U.S. from New York to California with the mission of connecting charities and donors with cryptocurrencies. Makes sense, right? Money ain't everything, gang, but it can help make a difference. And isn't that what it's really all about? So hop on your unicycle and pedal faster. The hamsters on the wheels can't power this show alone. It's episode number 227 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, because it is a tour de crypto show. <laughs> Mr. Travis, Does that mean right? you have to talk in French, Mr. Mr. Chocon? It makes me want to eat the croissants and the French fries and the French toast, don't you know? Ah, you know, I um, staying at various hotels around the world, um, one of my new favorite things to do is to basically take a couple croissants, cut them in half, Throw in some bacon, throw in some uh, eggs, and make my own little croissant, which it's good. Yeah, it's kind of, you've Americanized the the food, because they don't really do that. They don't. They don't. They look at me like I'm a fat American. Yeah, well, whatever. Who cares? They don't, they don't know what they're missing. <laughs> Delicious croissant, which, my friends, my friends. Very Good nice. Job. He's Travis Wright. I'm Joel Com, and this is the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. And uh, the crypto markets today kind of suck, but that's okay because we don't most of the time. At least not today. Most of the time. Well, you know, uh, you did give me a call and said, "Hey, we forgot to do part of the show." And we said, "Oh, we should probably <laughs> do that." I was literally you taking went. a nap watching the foosballs uh, yeah. yesterday. I was out in the cold in Arrowhead. Uh, watching the Chiefs win their first uh, home playoff game in 25 years. It was nice. Yeah, you and my girlfriend are both Chiefs fans, uh, big Chiefs fans. So, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded. and mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. I'm If you guys are happy, I'm happy. So, yay, go Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're, you're like a Denver guy, but you've kind of stepped away from the football. I, I wouldn't blame you after the Peyton Manning years. You're like, all right, Peyton Manning was here for a while. That was awesome. And, well, it uh, really never mattered to me, but you know, I just got back from Las Vegas at the CES, and of course, they're building the new stadium for the Raiders. There, mm-hmm. I got a picture of this this behemoth that's going up there. So by 2020, right, uh, the uh, L.A. Raiders will be the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Well, Oakland, the Oakland Las the Los Angeles Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. They, yeah, whatever. The they'll they'll have the football. That you know that will actually be a fun journey to. To go to Vegas to go watch the Chiefs and Raiders play, at least for me, that'd be kind of a fun thing to do. I suppose so. I'll tell you what, though. You just get your fill of Vegas. The cigarette smoke just does me in every time. It's just, it's horrible. It's absolutely disgusting. Well, you were like, Mr. Travis Wright, come to Vegas with me. Let's go to CES. And I was like, no. (laughs) It was a great show. We go to Vegas way too much. And actually, I never got my CES badge. They never sent sent it to me anyway. Oh, wow. Well, it's going to be great because, as you mentioned on our previous episode, we are launching the Bad Boys of Tech show, uh, you and myself, along with Mr. Stuart Rogers. And I think we might get to record that first episode this week if uh, you don't nap too much. 
Maybe so. Or if Mr. Stuart Rogers is not somewhere too glamorous in the world without Wi-Fi. We'll see. Right on. Well, how about a shout out for our show sponsor for this episode, Digitex. Digitex Futures, they're the guys launching the commission-free trading platform that's going to be for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin futures contracts. They're also the guys that had over half a million people sign up for their early release uh, wait list. So they could be one of the first ones to trade. You know, these guys really want to change the game because they want to allow traders to trade with no fees, an easy UI, their own base crypto token, the DGTX token, which is already trading on multiple exchanges. And so zero fees, you know, your own token that can grow in value over time, high liquidity. That's what these guys are hoping to accomplish here. And you can go check it out at badco.in forward slash futures to the future, Marty. I like that you said it's a token that can grow in value steadily. Would that be a Groken? That's exactly a groken. That's <laughs> that's ridiculous, Mr. Travis, right? Hey, I'm sorry. I got these dad jokes when I wake up from naps. You are so silly. Well, we've got some serious business that might also tend towards silly in some of our discussion as we welcome Blake Rizzo to the show. So let's go to it. You've heard us talk many times about how awareness of crypto is so essential in order to get to the place where we will begin adoption. And while we talk a lot about using crypto for transactions, you know, and for buying and selling of goods and services, there are those in the blockchain space that want to demonstrate that charities can receive cryptocurrencies as donations. And uh, Travis and I were pleased to meet Blake Rizzo, the co-founder of the Tour de Crypto at World Crypticon in Las Vegas. And Tour de Crypto is the first annual cycling road trip that is designed to raise crypto awareness for charities. And we're going to find out more about it. Welcome to Bad Crypto, Mr. Blake Rizzo. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you very much, Mr. Joel Kahn, Mr. Travis Wright. I really appreciate you having me on. I must say, though, I'm uh, wondering if I've peaked too soon. I feel like I'm at the top of the podcast mountain here, and I really appreciate it. Only, only, you know, it only goes down from here. Crypto yeah, goes, that's what I'm thinking. Crypto goes down. <laughs> well, some would say that, you know, you're at the bottom. You know, you're here with, you know, with the bad boys of crypto, and so it mm-hmm. can only be good from here on out. It's probably true. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I just, wa- I just want to know real quick, though, are you related to that Rizzo from Greece? I am not, but I sure uh, got that question many times growing up. You're not a beauty school dropout? I am not a beauty school dropout. Very nice. Stalker training, no relation? That's good. No no relation. Travis, you asked the best question. That's the end of the Bad Crypto Podcast. We we asked what everyone wants to know. There you go. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, go to crypto.com. There you go. A hickey from Kaniki's like a calling card or something what was it no it's like a hallmark card when you pair it up you your very best <laughs> yeah that's right nice all right we done with that i think so all right let's talk about bikes let's talk about raising money for cryptos let's talk about your two riders jason berlin and jovel velasquez who have actually have they already gone coast to coast for the tour de crypto they did uh well at least one of them did um it was a four thousand mile trek across the united states Jason, unfortunately, had a really bad accident here in Texas, Uh, broke his foot in four places, broke his hand, huge gash over his eye. 
So he was saddled and um, he's actually going to do a redemption tour in April of 2019, where we're going to go back to the site of his accident so he can finish the ride across the U.S. to California. I like that tour to crypto, the redemption tour for <laughs> 2019. The website is tourdecrypto.com, and you can actually see the map, um, that the path that the, the fellas took from, uh, did you start in Manhattan or in Huntington Beach? Started in on the coast in New York. They went all the okay. way to the Montauk White, uh, Lighthouse, I think it's called, and put their back tire in the water and started there. Okay, so you founded this thing, co-founded it. Tell us the why and a little bit more about it. Sure. Um, I had met Jason Berlin, who is the other uh, founder of the Tour de Crypto, uh, in the crypto space probably end of December 2017. Early in 2018, he came to me with the idea. He basically said, hey, I'm tired of everybody just sitting around, you know, waiting on institutional money, waiting on the market to change. I want to do something. I've always had a goal to ride uh, my bike across the U.S., and I want to combine it with a charitable effort and cryptocurrency. He asked me if I wanted to help, and originally he just asked me to draft some documents. I'm a lawyer by trade, so he wanted me to look at some documents for him. And the more I got involved, the more I saw how awesome this project was, and then um, he asked me to come on with him full board, and it just took off from there. Yeah, it's been a, it was an interesting thing to kind of watch that thing whole develop, right? From, you know, when, um, I think it was even before World Crypticon, you know, you guys jumped on board with World Crypticon, you know, Adam Williams over there, um, brought you guys on. And I guess they donated a portion of the proceeds from World Crypticon to Torde Crypto. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It, and it was amazing how it just took off. I mean, I was not on social media at all. You know, I've been practicing law for 22 years. Social media was the furthest thing from my mind. So when we started this thing, I had never tweeted before. Um, I had never done a podcast, never done an interview. I think I had like 20 followers. I don't know who they were or why they were following me because I had never tweeted. But um, it was just amazing how this thing took off with World CryptoCon and them agreeing to donate a portion of their ticket sales to the charity. Um, and, you know, they've just been a blessing for us. They've helped us tremendously. Now, what exactly now? So let our let our audience know, what does the charity fund? Because I know it's, it's a really interesting thing. You know, we've talked about it. I know what it is, but our audience doesn't. Maybe let them know, you know, because this is funding a really important cause in the Houston area, correct? Yes, it is. Um, what we decided to do this year was our first tour. You know, we talked to a number of different charities, and you'd be surprised at the number of charities that said no, they didn't want to get involved, uh, mainly because they were, one, either still unsure or skeptical about cryptocurrency, or two, didn't have the time and resources to learn and do what was necessary to uh, participate. But the Houston Area Women's Center, on the other hand, were super excited about it. They saw it as an incredible opportunity. and so. I met with their CEO, CFO, and CMO, and they were just uh, ready to go. So I sat down with them and, you know, basically started out with, this is a Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> this is cryptocurrency, and had many meetings with them, explained the process to them, and uh, we got started. But they are a uh, super organization here in Texas. They uh, counsel and shelter uh, domestically and sexually abused men, women, and children. They have a confidential shelter facility where they house approximately 2,000 people a year. 
They have a 24-7 hotline that they take over 50,000 calls a year. So they're just a really great organization here in the Houston area. And they were the focus of this year's Tour de Crypto. So this was our first annual Tour de Crypto. It was a test run for us to kind of all see how we could make this thing work. And the way we set it up is we want 100% of the donations going directly to the charity. You know, there are a lot of people, a lot of companies out there that want to get involved in the crypto charity space, but they also want to make money. And so the way we're trying to do it is combine this cycling events with um, cryptocurrency and charity such that we can set the charity up with their own wallets. So donations can go directly to the charity itself. Mm, that's nice. And it's so needed. So let's talk a little bit about how you do it. You know, a couple of guys jump on a bike, ride cr- cross country. Um, you know, how does that bring awareness? Well, what we did was we had um, stops in 16 different cities along the way. Uh, we scheduled meetups. We attended events. We um, went to Atlanta Blockchain Week, had a big event here in Houston. And all along the events, when we're doing our meetups, we're meeting with charity organizations along the way. We're interviewing people out on the streets. And we're just bringing awareness and explaining to anyone who, who will listen, um, you know, that cryptocurrency can be used for good. And at the end of the journey, um, we're actually working on a documentary that we'll put together that we'll be able to just hand charitable organizations and say, here, you know, this is how we did it. This is how it works to get them hopefully more receptive to the idea. It kind of blows my mind that there was these charities that were like, yeah, nah, we don't want your money. I know it, it shocked us too. I mean, I, I guarantee you, Jason probably talked to 75 different charities that just really didn't want to get involved. Mm. And it, it, it kind of caught us off guard to be, to be, you know, trying to do good and basically say, well, no, we, we want to help you raise money. We just want to show you a different way to do it. Um, so yeah, we still have a lot of work to do in the arena, but it's interesting because two weeks ago, I got a call from the Houston Grand Opera and they were interested and they wanted to know about it and asked me if we could come talk to them. That, so, see, uh, they need to know that what they're dealing with is magical internet money. money. Yeah, Opera man. man wants <laughs> magical internet money. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, let, let's, let's be real here. The Houston Opera Association, that's really not the demographic you would associate with cryptocurrency. So I was really shocked when they reached out to me. Um, but, you know, they had read an article in the um, Chronicle of Philanthropy, I guess, about cryptocurrency and how more organizations were turning to it. So they reached out to me and um, we've started teaching them about it. So it's, it's interesting. I think, uh, you know, as time goes on, it, it'll be a big deal in the uh, charity industry. You know, there's that the classic three penny opera. They can update that to be the three Satoshi opera. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Very good, Mr. Joel Com. That was nice. Um, <laughs> so so what's next on the horizon? I know that you, you mentioned something. We were chatting on the Twitters and you said that you were jumping out of the airplane in January of 2019. And I said, yo, you better pack your own, you know, parachute. <laughs> Don't jump, and Blake. You, Don't jump. And you, and you said, I'm not taking a parachute. And I said, wow, but don't splat. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are, are afraid that I'm going to splat. 
Don't. Um, yeah. Well, there, there's two things, I guess, going on. Um, one, at World CryptoCon, I made the decision that the blockchain crypto space was where I'm supposed to be. After 22 years of practicing law, um, January 1, I am uh, going to be hanging out my own shingle so I can focus on uh, blockchain cryptocurrency work. And, you know, I've, I've been with this firm for 10 years, um, been practicing law for 22, and I've always been in a firm. So I've always had that, you know, paycheck, bonuses, distributions. And come January 1, I have none of that. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, but the other Blake, thing is... Are, are you, are you going to be practicing crypto blockchain law then in your own practice? Yes, that's what I'm going to focus on. Um, obviously, I will still try to do some commercial litigation work, which is what I do. But my whole goal here is to get into the uh, crypto uh, blockchain law space. Um, I really feel like it's going to be huge over the next uh, 10 to 20 years. And I really don't want to miss the opportunity. The other uh, thing that I was going to mention about jumping out of the plane is um, there's been this push on Twitter to actually get me to do one of the rides next year. Mm. Um, mm. And I know if you've seen, if you've seen me, um, I'm, I'm not a uh, cover model uh, physique. I don't have a cover model physique. We do. Um, I'm we we both about, do. We're like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're Greek gods, literally. Right. It's true. Right. Figuratively. That's true. Okay, Thanks for recognizing all. that, Mr. Joe Com. I do yeah. want to tell you this though, Blake, you did have the most hilarious uh, Halloween costume. at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. Jason thought it was great. Um, I actually had one guy that was really offended by my outfit. Wait, and, remind uh, me, what did, what did you dress up as? I dressed up as Jason. I had my my gouged out eye with the busted uh, bike helmet in yeah. my hand in a cast and boot on my leg. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually had one guy, one guy come up to me and he's like, man, I've, I've been looking at you all night and I, and I just feel like I have to say this, but you know, I really think your costume is just really insulting and insensitive. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you're, you know, this guy got in a really bad wreck and you're making fun of him. And I'm like, okay, let me explain something to you. That guy has been at my house for the last two weeks, sleeping in my bed while I was on the couch. So if anybody can make fun of him, I think it's me. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, you know him? And I'm like, well, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. We co-founded the tour together. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Here's what you could do with your offense. Uh, you can put it where the monkey yeah. puts the nuts, you know, <laughs> right. People, you right. know, we, we've turned being offended into a national pastime and, and I'm, I'm going to comment right here on that, whether uh, our team likes it or not. I think if you are offended by something that does not physically hurt or harm somebody else, then you are out of turn. That's what I'm going to say. I like it. Yeah. I'm offended that you would say that, actually. I'm offended that you're offended that I'm offended, Travis. Well, I'm offended that you're offended that I'm offended that you're offended that I'm offended or something. Uh, okay. I don't know. We can keep going I'm forever gonna, I'm on gonna that go make a, I'm so offended. I'm going to make a sign, and I'm going to go make a video, and I'm going to read and screech at the sky helplessly. If you could do that and do video that, that would be great. <laughs>
Great stuff. So what else is on the horizon for Tour de Crypto? I know you say you're going to be doing this again next year. Is it going to be for the same charity? And then you also have some, you're going to be branching out into the crypto law space. So if there's any, how do people maybe connect with you then on that? Yeah, we, um, we'll definitely be doing a lot of different things next year. We've, we've hooked up with World CryptoCon again. So uh, we'll be doing um, the HODL rally event with them, which will be, you know, the supercars going from London to Ibiza with the stop in Barcelona for a conference. So we'll, um, you know, we'll have cyclists out there that will ride the route as well. And then we'll do World CryptoCon again. Um, and then, like I said earlier, we're going to do the uh, redemption tour in April. So we have those three events. Um, but for me personally, um, I will be managing the tour and, you know, continuing with my law practice here in the blockchain and crypto space. Um, you know, my, my good buddy, Jason, he's helping me set up my website and everything. And so that'll be at blakerizolaw.com. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really going to be an exciting time for us. We're actually right now looking for 2019 sponsors. Um, World CryptoCon has really stepped up and... Um, because of their efforts, we have some really incredible incentives we can offer sponsors like 50% off a booth or a speaker fee at World CryptoCon and things like that. So um, I think we have uh, some really attractive offers out there for anyone that wants to get involved in sponsoring the tour. Fantastic. Well, you are doing good stuff, uh, Blake. Guys, go check out the website, tourdecrypto.com. And also in our show notes, you'll find links to the Tour de Crypto Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as Blake's Twitter account. Thanks again, man. We're going to look forward to watching this unfold and seeing you at the next World Crypticon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me on. You know me, Mr. Travis Wright, I like when people do good stuff, and Blake and the Cyclers are certainly right in that league of making a difference here. People doing good stuff is good things, and he has taken the leap on his own and going out and creating his own firm around the cryptos. So there might be some, if you want to reach out to Blake for other crypto opportunities in the in the legal field and stuff and such, that might be a good angle. He's taking the leap of faith, Mr. Trollcom. He is. Check the show notes, badco.in forward slash 227 for links to all the things that we talked about in today's episode. And as always, we appreciate you guys. I, I appreciate you. Travis, you appreciate them? Too. I appreciate most of them, yeah. Which ones don't you appreciate? I don't Let's appreciate call them out by name. Well, it's the ones that always, like um, I mentioned it on the Twitters, is those that, that keep uh, tagging us in um, – dig conversations and Ronnie Moaz conspiracies. <laughs> I said, if you keep doing that, I'm going to block you bozos. <laughs> I, I thought, uh, I thought we weren't naming his name anymore. Who was that? Uh, he's, I think he's in, there's some weird trouble. I mean, listen, I, I'm still standing by uh, what I said before that. I, I hope that he comes out of this. Okay. That, you know, I saw an email that he had to be hospitalized uh, because of the stress. You know, I don't know if he was having chest pains or what. I just, I don't know, you know, if it was a stomach or just, you know, mentally exhausted, but um, I, you know, at least for myself, uh, I wish you well, Mr. Ronnie, and 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 I wish you dig well too. I hope it's not a scam. I hope that uh, they're able to demonstrate. But I don't know. People are emailing me asking me, you know, about it. Like I'm not Ronnie Moass. I don't know. I just, you know, I I have some, and if it goes to zero, it goes to zero, and if it goes up, then uh, then good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've not heard from him, not chatted with him. I know he's still sending out messages and whatnot. He's not tweeted in about four or five days. I know that he had some there was some court hearing or something that he had to go to, and he's not tweeted since. So who knows? I think sure. people people can be really mean, right? In in the internet, you, you could you know even if I really disagree with something that you believe, there's people that are just mean. They just turn to insults, and I'm like, you know, humans aren't supposed to treat one another like that. It's just it's not does cool. really great stuff. I mean, he's the guy who helped do this crypto tour tour to crypto thing and getting it funded and worked with the uh, charity in Houston, and he's done some good stuff. I think that he just. He just went all in on something that might have been a little shady. And who knows if it's shady or not, but he's calling it out as shady. And when you go all in and you're like, dig, dig, buy, dig, you need to buy, dig. Like you're, you have attached your anchor to that project. You better make sure that it's good, especially when your reputation's on the line. And his reputation's taking a pretty big ding. And I don't think he's reacting to that very well. He, uh, he did the wild thing with Tone Loke, or Tone Vase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was uh, so. Yeah, there was like a lot. I have not listened to it, but I read the comments from people, and people were saying that tone went really easy on him. Didn't ask the tough questions. Uh, maybe because of the last podcast he was on, and he he told him to f off and hung up on him. So yeah, if you've I, not listened to the Bitcoin podcast episode with Ronnie Moaz, that's a show right there. That's a that's some entertainment. Well, all right. Hopefully, that thing will resolve itself over time. Again, only good stuff. Uh, for everybody is what we want good stuff for crypto hopefully we'll see a turnaround in the market soon and we will be back with you guys shortly before you know it and and by the way thanks to those of you who have written and said uh you know you, you guys took a little bit of a break and you're not doing as much content now we got to listen to that other show well it's you know hey we need a break too right from time to time uh, things slow down a little bit and, and we need to rest up but we are motivated uh we're excited about this podcast we're excited about the bad boys of tech and it is our goal to provide great content for you guys uh, so good that you can't help but tell others about it so please do that share the show with a friend or a family member or an enemy tell an enemy you can maybe you'll make a friend out of that enemy by telling them about the show I I thought we were under the impression that we were creating bad content. That's kind of bad because mm-hmm. we're not financial advisors. That's true. And I guarantee you that in the year 2019, I'm going to stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.